begins with this gate drop. Welcome back to the Power to the Ground podcast, your source of motocross and supercross news for fans and by the fans. If you like what we're doing over here, share this podcast, give it a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, head over to our website, power2theground.com. Become a member, check out our gear, uh, do some donations. Um, the pickums are done for the season and, um, that's about it for the website. Today we're talking Fox Raceway, the finale of the 2020 outdoor season. There was some fun stuff. There was some unexpected stuff. We're going to go over all the action. We did have a winner for the pickum challenge this week. We will do that right after the break. Um, so let's jump into the action here. Let me see what we got here. Um, we had, uh, for the power to the ground mentions on the broadcast today, we, uh, we had two, I heard two of them. Uh, I believe both of them were in the same context too. They're we like, he stayed low. He stayed low and got the power to the ground, um, was almost exactly both of them. I thought that was pretty interesting. If I missed one, please let me know. Um, there's a new t-shirt on the website. Wanted to let you guys know about because I thought it was hilarious. Um, in light of Tomac coming back on, uh, we made a t-shirt where uh, Tomac is a shark and all the other riders are little fish. And uh, he's going to eat those, those little fish. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So... If you guys want to go check it out, you can head over to the uh, the store on the website and check that out. Uh, we are out of stock on hoodies temporarily, and um, I think that's it for merch stuff. Uh, honorable mention I want to talk about, and I'm sure we're going to get to it in the next few few weeks. Um, I, I'm not sure how this slipped by me, but I didn't realize that um geico honda team was coming to an end and they didn't let me forget about it during the broadcast that is a very very interesting point um uh, for many reasons and i think it probably played into uh a lot of the results that we got at fox raceway but that's definitely something that we are going to be tackling in the coming in the coming weeks with uh rider changes team changes new manufacturers coming into the circuit, all that kind of stuff. Um, let's jump into the races. Let's get let's get moving on those. Um, coming into the 250 Moto 1, uh, we had two riders out right off the bat. Uh, Amart and Hunter were, and Hunter Lawrence were both out uh, prior to Moto 1. Uh, Amart broke his... Um, I can never remember the name of that bone. It was something in his lower leg. I uh, broke a bone, uh, and Hunter pulled his shoulder out again. Uh, he's got to do something about that. If Hunter's gonna, if Hunter's gonna stay in this, he's got to do something about that. Unfortunate for Amart, he missed out on that third place bonus. Not sure he was gonna pull it off today, anyways. Even if he did race, but 
Um, it's too bad we didn't get those two in there. Um, we missed what could have been. Um, so 250 Moto 1, Cooper gets out, gets the whole shot. No crap. We got a blue bike out front right off the bat. Uh, Ferrandis started out in fifth place, and Jeremy Martin started off in sixth place. Um, it didn't really take long for Ferrandis to start making moves, uh, and J-Mart really just kind of followed along. Uh, they found, I've got in my notes here, by 27 minutes, Ferrandis was up to third, J-Mart was up to fourth, and uh, Jet jet got a jet got a really good start and he was out there like right right at the start and he was ready to do battle with uh with cooper and um he did end up making the pass i've got it at 17 minutes roundabout there and then uh uh there was a pack of I, i believe it went red blue red blue or it was red blue blue red i can't remember there's two two red bikes two blue bikes up there um just doing battle like i've talked about in prior prior podcasts like those two teams are just they're it which is why it's going to be interesting without geico honda uh next year um but ferrandis made the move on his teammate cooper who did not make it easy for him uh, about four minutes left to go, and Ferrandis looked like he was gonna make a move on Jet uh, quite a few times actually. Um, from that four-minute mark out, but Jet was able to hold off Ferrandis. Jet got his first ever Moto win. Um, in the the finale of the 2020 season, way to go out with the bang, Jet! Congratulations. Um. So we had a final finish of the 250 Moto 1. Uh, Jet finished in the number one spot. Ferrandis finished in the number two spot. Cooper finished in the number three spot. And in the number four spot because he just, man, he missed it. He he missed an opportunity. Uh, I believe J-Mart finished in the fourth spot. I didn't have it here in my notes. I'm pr- nearly certain he finished in the number four spot, though. Um yeah, 4-1. He went 4-1. Um, that was a missed opportunity. He he could have made up some more points. He just couldn't get it done. Unfortunate. Um, it was still... The, the championship still came down to the Moto2. But it, it could have been a lot closer had J-Mart done what he needed to do in Moto1. Uh, honorable mention, there was race girls out at the track this weekend. Did anybody else notice? I did. In fact, as soon as I noticed, I wrote, it looks like I double wrote race girls with an exclamation point on my notes. Um, that's pretty exciting. And uh, it's it, it has made me hopeful that we will have uh, uh, Supercross girls out there when Supercross season comes out. So to 450 Moto 1, we had some riders out for the 450 Moto 1 as well. We had Baggett, Savachi, uh, Freddie Norin, and Barsha were all out for this. So it was uh, it was a slim race. Um, 
and there i mean it was pretty pretty standard in the 450s um osborne got out and the he took the whole shot uh muskan put up a fight he took the lead kind of right off the bat um osborne got the the whole shot and i want to say it was like maybe a turn or two into it and uh and muskan ended up taking the lead back and then uh Cianterulo made his way around um, Osborne for second soon after that, and that really just kind of started Osborne just moving backwards from that point on. But I mean, he was in—he was definitely in protection mode for bo- both of these motos. It really seemed he really wasn't—he really wasn't pushing, um, which. I totally understand not really the greatest thing to see from a, from a uh from a fan perspective but I understand why he was doing it. He ended up pulling it off. So, kudos to him. Um Tomac, I I am following Tomac through through all of these basically from right off the start. Um Tomac started off in 8th place. I've got him at in 8th place at 2830. Um, then at around 24 minutes, about six minutes into this race, Cianciarulo makes his way to the front. He passes Muskan and, uh, and he was off to the races right up until the end of the race. Um, at that point, two minutes later, I had Tomac in the sixth place spot. And then from there on, man, I'm just, I'm just watching Tomac just head straight to the front. Um, I've got Tomac in sixth at 22. Then I've got Tomac to fifth and eight, 1845. Um, Muskan was running pretty well. He was running in the, the second place spot. And then in that uphill section, which screwed a lot of people up over this weekend, there was a, a little, um, step up into a hill where there was some really, really loose stuff off to the left side. And a lot of people were, a lot of the riders were ending up off of the track right at that spot. And Muskan was no exception. Uh, he ended up going off the track right there and he dropped from second to fifth and he never really recovered from there. Um, I believe he finished in the fifth place spot. Uh, no, he ended up finishing six. He fell off, fell off even more than that. Um, then we had uh, Sexton got up to to second place at 14 minutes. He passed Osborne for the second place. Sexton looked really, really good. Um, in fact, most of the Geico Honda riders, um, with the exception, well, I mean, J-Mart looked good in the second moto, but with the exception of J-Mart, for the most part, all of the, uh, the Geico Honda riders were just looking off the charts. Um, then Tomac, Tomac starts moving forward. He, he gets around, uh, Osborne at about 13 minutes. Um, and Osborne just continues going back. He's in sixth place at this point or fifth place at this point, I guess. Um, then at about eight minutes, that's when, uh, there was a quite a, quite a big gap between, uh, when, um, Tomac got up to third place. I want to say there was like 10 seconds that he had to make up. 
And, man, he just turned on the Jets. Just absolutely turned on the Jets. That shark was out to eat those fish. We had Cianciarulo in first, and we had Sexton in second. And about a 10-second gap. And Tomac just absolutely devoured that gap. He made his way up to second and passed Sexton. Uh, I've got eight, 8 minutes and 10 seconds. And then he... He made his way up to uh, Sansarulo, and he ended up passing him with uh, two laps to go, and uh, that gave Tomac number one spot, which is where he finished out. Um, he ended up he ended up taking a pretty good lead. What did I? I think I said it here somewhere. No, I guess I'm thinking of J Mart in the second moto, uh, but. Um, he definitely did it handily and he, he put some, he put a couple of bike lengths between him and Cianci Rulo to finish it out. And that was 450 Moto 1 and you had Tomac in the number one spot, Cianci Rulo in the number two spot and Sexton in the number three spot. Uh, and that wraps up your Moto 1 races and, um, that means that we are going to take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to go over our Pick'em Challenge results. We'll let you know who won and how to get your $50 Amazon gift card if you are the winner. So please stick around after this and find out if you won. And then we'll go over the other motos. We'll be right back. And we are back. Let's get into the pickums here. The pickums were across the board not as good this week as they were last week. <laughs> Just flat out. Um, Doug and I were talking a little bit about it on the Facebook page today. I will tell you that last week our winner had 13 points, I believe. This week, our winner had 10 points, and there was only one of the, one of you that got 10 points. There was a couple of nines, a couple of eights, and then it just dropped off from there. We actually had a zero. We had a zero, and we had two ones, and that had a lot to do with riders being uh, just not riding today. There was some, some uh, like Shimoda. Shimoda made his way into the top five. Um there was just some unexpected stuff that happened today, or this uh, this weekend. So, our winner for the Pick'em Challenge for Fox Raceway, the finale of the 2020 outdoor season, goes to Johnny Wellborn. Johnny had 10 points. I'll go over his picks. But first, Johnny, if you want to redeem this... Uh, please go over to the website. You can uh, message, go into the little chat box that's there on the on the website. It goes directly to my phone. You can go over there, send me a chat message, and I will tell you how to get your gift card. And we can go from there. If I haven't heard from you by Wednesday, I will send you a email because I've got your email because you have to put in your email to to uh, play the Pick'em Challenge. So, um Best way, quickest way to do it, go over to the website, send me a chat, and we'll move from there. So let's go over what Johnny had for his P 
picks for today. Like I said, he or for this weekend, he had ten points. Um, he had in the number one spot in the four fifties. He had Jeremy Martin. Uh, that obviously did not happen. Um, Jeremy ended up taking second overall. Uh, so I think it was a good. I think it was a, a solid choice putting him there, but that got you one point because um, he was in your top five, but not in the exact position you put him in. Uh, you had Dylan Ferrandis for your number two spot. I, again, solid choice. He ended up finishing third overall. Um, it definitely could have gone that way. I could absolutely see where it went that way. Um, you missed out on your number three spot. You had Justin Cooper in your number three spot, uh, which obviously a lot of you actually had, and uh, it definitely could have gone that way. It for sure could have gone that way, but he didn't end up racing the the uh, second moto. He had some bike problems and didn't even get to the start, and he uh, they actually showed him just leaving the racetrack. He had to have been very, very frustrated, rightfully so. Um, then... In your number four spot, hit it dead on, Shane McElrath. Uh, number five, you had Jet Lawrence. That I mean, the rest of the season should should tell you that that was that was a good pick to put him <laughs> put him there, because he was just barely missing the podium either in the fourth or fifth spot on the overalls, like week in week out. That was a good spot. Uh, Jet surprised us all with the overall win. Um. Then we had, in your number one spot for the overall for the 450s, you had Eli Tomac. Again, good pick. These are safe picks here. Um, Eli ended up in the second place spot. Oh, one of my neighbors is home. <laughs> um, then in the number two spot, we have uh, you had Adam Ciancirulo. He ended up finishing in the number three spot. Um, just barely edged out by Eli Tomac. And uh, you had Zach Osborne in your number three spot. Uh, he didn't finish in the top five. Missed out on that one. Um, then you had Chase Sexton, who ended up winning the overall in the number four spot. And you had Marv in your number five spot. You hit that one dead on. So you ended up getting one, two, Four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Ten points total. Two for your Marvin pick, two for your Shane, for your uh, McElrath pick, and then one for Martin, one for Ferrandis, one for Jet, one for Eli, one for Adam, and one for Chase. That gave you your ten point total. Congratulations, Johnny. Hit me up on the website. We'll get you your amazon gift card um i had some questions over the week are we going to continue doing the pickums for supercross absolutely i've had a lot of fun doing this i think you guys have had a lot of fun doing this and this will definitely definitely be set up for the supercross season and i already can't wait for it already cannot wait for it um Mostly because I'm excited for some of these young riders. I'm excited for some of the changes that are happening. I'm excited for the election season to finally be over. I'm not excited to not have something like racing to 
uh, distract me from all of the election stuff that's happening. <laughs> so there's a lot of reasons I'm looking forward to the Supercross season starting. Um, that is, oh, let me go over my picks real quick. Um, cause I ended up, I was one of the nine pointers, um, one point down. Um, I had Ferrandis in my number one spot. I had Cooper in my number two spot. Didn't get any points for that. I had one point for Ferrandis. I had McElrath in my number three spot. I got one point for that. I had Hunter in my number four spot. Obviously didn't race, uh, no points for that. I got, uh, Jet in my number five spot. Got one point for that. I got one point for Eli in my number one spot in the 450s. I got no points for Osborne in my number two spot. I got two points for Cianci Rulo in third, one point for Chase in fourth, and two points for Marvin in fifth for a total of nine points. Those were my picks for the Pick'em Challenge. Um, if you're listening to this right now and, and you aren't aware of what it is, it's basically our version of um, Fantasy Motocross. It's a lot of fun. Be on the lookout for it when Supercross starts. I'll make sure that I'm pumping it out there to get you guys out there and playing because I have fun with it. It seems like everybody else is having fun with it. Uh, I think we had 12 total people play last week, and we had 21 total play this week. So it grew. Uh, you guys were apparently talking to your buddies about it and got some extra people out there. So to the Supercross season, I'll see you guys, see you guys in the Pick'em Challenge, see how we can do. Well, I'll, I'll do my best to get some, uh, some really attractive prizes going into the Supercross season, um, to, to make it really fun. Put some stuff on the line. You know what I'm saying? Put, put it on the line. Let's jump into the Moto 2s. Starting out with the 250 Moto 2s, I think I already spoiled it for you. Spoilers alert. Cooper did not line up at the starting line because he had some sort of bike problems. I have not done any reading to find out what those bike problems were or if they were reported. Um, I'm sure if I if they haven't been reported yet, they may or may not be reported throughout the week, but he did not line up. And that is a shame because he was definitely a contender. Um, McElrath took the whole shot. Surprise, surprise, another blue bike. Um, Ferrandis uh, made a mistake. It was not on camera. They showed it a little bit after. He just got a little bit sideways. Um, and he ended up dropping to ninth place. And I'm sure... He was tense after that moment. He dropped to ninth place. That was about 25 minutes remaining. And uh, right around that same point, um, Jeremy Martin made his way to the front. And uh, he set sail from that point. Um, Jeremy Martin put it in probably in that moto. That was probably his best ride of the year. He set sail. It was one of the most... I think one of the most dominant rides of any rider in either class. He ended up winning by, it was like 20, 21, 22 seconds, which is a huge, huge margin uh, for this year. Um, you had three Hondas, three Hondas up front for for that moto. You had uh, J-Mart up front with 22nd lead. Um, Jet, who was in the second place spot, 
Uh, he ended up taking the overall, but Jet was um, Jet was in the number two spot, and then you had Joe Shimoda in the number three spot, and and there was really nobody. Um, to my recollection, there was nobody really challenging uh, Joe for the number three spot. I think it was a little bit of a step down from from that point on. Um, who finished it? Yeah, it was McElrath. McElrath was a f- probably ten seconds, eight or ten seconds off of Joe Joe Shimoda at that point. Um, so that was your top three. You had uh, J Mart, Jet, and Joe Shimoda in the last two fifty moto of 2020 the final showing for the geico honda team in the 250 class um it was a good showing three of them right up top uh there's i'm sure going to be a lot of news to follow with some of these younger riders that were that were pulled into the guy the geico honda team over this past off season there's a lot of young talent on that team. It's going to be very, very interesting to follow what's going on with how that talent gets divvied up or if another team just comes in and swallows them up. Uh, uh, I'm definitely going to be keeping up with that, and I'll let you guys know as soon as I hear something. And if you haven't heard me say something about it, it's probably because I haven't heard yet. Um, and if that's the case feel free to send me a message on the website and uh, make me privy to that information. Um, for the overalls, we had Jet with a 1-2. He took the number one overall. He got his first moto win and his first overall win in the finale of the 2020 season. That was pretty awesome. Um, it was, I think, indicative of what we are going to see in the future. Uh, I think there's a lot of wins in store for this kid. Um Jeremy Martin ended up taking the number two with the 4-1 on the overall. Ferrandis ended up taking the number three with a 2-5. McElrath, number four with a 5-4. Joe Shimoda, number five spot with a 9-3. And Fry with an 8-6 in the sixth spot overall. And that wraps up your championship for 2020. Dylan Ferrandis is your champion in the 250 class, he will be moving up to the 450 class, and that's going to be a lot of fun to see. I think the, I, there's some, you know, you got Ciancu Rulo, who's a young talent. You got Sexton, who's a young talent in the 450, and we're, we're going to throw Ferrandis right into that mix. And I, th- I think Ferrandis is going to go up, and I think he's going to compete as soon as he gets up there. So, uh, again, can't wait for Supercross. Congratulations, Dylan Ferrandis making your way to the top step of the 250 class in the outdoor. Finally, Sancerulo edged you last year. He's in the 450 class this year. You got it. You got it. Um, J-Mart finished 22 points back in that. Um, he just, I he could have made it up. Um, no, no, he couldn't have done it. <laughs> Let's be honest here. I mean, even if he went 1-1, there's no way that he was going to make up enough on Ferrandis to, to win this. But, you know, he's he still didn't do what he needed to do entirely. He did it in, in Moto2, but in Moto1, he just didn't. He wasn't there enough. Um, Cooper ended up taking the number three spot. 
he actually jumped two spots in the championship standings this week. He was down 103. Um, McElrath dropped a spot to the number four spot uh, with a 104. Um, not sure how that happened with Cooper. I may have that wrong. They may have. They may have. That doesn't make sense with Cooper missing. I'm going to have to check on that. Anyways, I had Jet coming up two spots um, from 7th to 5th in the uh, the championship standings. And then Amart dropping from 4th to 6th. Um, and that rounds out your, your 250 championship for outdoors for the season. We've got a couple, couple of months off before we get into uh, Supercross and... We'll keep an eye on this stuff, but let's jump into 450 Moto 2. Sansu Rulo takes the whole shot. Tomac starts out in ninth. Tomac, it's all right. It's all right with those with those uh, those starts with Tomac. Seems like he gets more motivated the further back the further back he is. But uh, um, Sexton ended up getting into uh into first when Ciancerulo goes down. Ciancerulo makes a big mistake. He didn't lose too many spots. They they had already kind of made up a, a pretty good chunk of time at that point. He went down. He dropped from first to third, which allowed um, Sexton and Craig, who were both kind of just right on his tail for like a good portion of the, the race to that point. Um, and I think Sexton was really... Sexton really pressured him and kind of forced that um, that mistake by Sancerulo. Um Tomac made a uh, a charge at the very there. It was pretty much there. Really wasn't much movement after that point. Once Sancerulo went down, Sexton Sexton and Craig kind of set sail. Sancerulo didn't even really make a charge to to try to make his way back. Um, uh, Craig, Craig was a man. Craig was a monster out at Fox Raceway. That was pretty cool to see. Um, he was kind of out of left field, but man, he was he messed up a lot of people's picks. <laughs> he messed up a lot of people's picks. Um, Tomac made a charge. He he was like within a second of Cianci Rulo to finish the race, and of course they all they were doing was shown Osborne talking about Osborne and you know what I understand he's the champion but there, there's still a race going on you got to show that stuff I'm looking at timing and scoring and I'm seeing that Tomac is within a second of Ciancerulo and there's a lap left and I'm like why why am I watching somebody who's not even competing for a spot when there's some there's something actually happening uh it would have been nice to see that on camera totally missed it um that happened on the last lap uh, so your top three for the 450 Moto 2, we had Chase Sexton in the number one spot, Christian Craig in the number two spot, Adam Ciancerulo in the number three spot, and Tomac, even though we didn't see it, Tomac just barely edged out in the number four spot. And that gives you your overalls. Chase Sexton takes his first overall win of his 450 career with a 3-1 finish. Tomac takes the number two spot with a 1-4. Four. 
Cianciarulo in number three spot with a 2-3. Christian Craig in the number four spot with a 4-2. Marvin Muskan in the number five spot with a 6-5. And Zach Osborne to finish it out and close out the two, the 450 2020 outdoor season in the number six, six spot with a 5-7. And that gives him the championship. He did what he needed to do. He closed it out. Again, it would have been nice to see a little bit more fight from him, but I understand what he was doing. He was playing protection. He did all of the work throughout the season, and he wanted to protect the work that he did throughout the season, and he did it. He got the championship. Congratulations, Zach Osborne. Then you take a step down. Sansurulo missed it by 12 points. Um. Then in the number three spot, we had Eli Tomac. He was up one spot. He ended up finishing. Uh, he leaped uh, Marv for the number three spot. Um, Tomac ended up finishing 34 points down. Would have been pretty crazy to see, you know, if they did a full season, what would have happened here. Uh, Tomac was moving his way to the front, even in the standings. Uh, what could have been. Uh, thanks, COVID. Uh, then we have uh, Muskan in the number four spot. He dropped the spot. He was in the negative uh, 41. Then Chase holding down the number five spot, 65 points down. And Craig ended up jumping two spots to the number six spot, negative 120. Um, somebody yelling outside my window. What is going on here? It is 9.30 at night. Um, the Something interesting they said uh, when they were talking about Osborne, apparently when he injured his back in Supercross back in March, they had mentioned that he was considering uh, retiring. Uh, I thought that was an interesting point. Uh, he is kind of older. Um He's definitely on the older side. He is actually the oldest rider to ever win the 450 championship. Um, so we'll keep an eye on what's going on with him over the next couple of, of months uh, to see if he, you know, talks of his, his future plans or anything like that. Um, so that's it. That's it for your two your 2020 outdoor season. It was a short one. I know there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's, you know, in the world that was influencing the, the outdoor 2020 season as well as the indoor season. Um, and we'll see how those things kind of evolve over the next few months, um, leading up to the supercross season. So stick with us. We, over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking, um, new bikes, new manufacturers, um, all the 2020, uh, the 2021 models are all out. We'll do a little bit of talking about that. Uh, I have been listening to and watching a ton of content talking about those new, new bikes, um, new riders coming up into new classes, uh, new teams, what teams take over when Geico is gone. We'll talk about what happened with Geico, with the Geico Honda team. Um, we'll obviously look ahead to the, um, Supercross season and we'll have some other brain teaser stuff like should motocross be a fall cross, uh, a fall sport. I think it should. 
we'll spend some time talking a little bit about it, the pros and cons of doing it that way. Um, all kinds of fun stuff. We've got time before the Supercross season starts. Um, again, jump over to the website. Um, Johnny, if you are still listening, head over to the website, message me over there. Uh, we'll get you your gift card. Congratulations winning the Pick'em Challenge. Um, everybody else, head over to the website, create your membership, grab some gear. We're going to try to add some fun gear on there. If there's some gear that you want to see, message us, let us know. We'll get it up there so that everybody can enjoy it as well. Um, share, share, share. That's like the best thing that you can possibly do if you enjoy what we're doing over here. I really appreciate you guys. I know we we took some time off, um, made some changes, and we came back, and a lot of you were like right, right on it as soon as we started doing the podcast again. And I really, really appreciate the support. Um, so. Thank you to everybody for sticking with us coming through this uh, this this crazy world that we're in. And I look forward to talking with you all about all the stuff going on in the world with motocross and everything else over the next couple of months leading up to the Supercross season. And that's all we got for this week. I will see you guys next week. Peace.